Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome everyone to the Film Vault. That is Anderson. I'm Brad Bishop, your hosts for today. Finally, after many years, paying off top five actresses cursed by good looks. Actresses who don't, don't get their due, maybe uh, historically or uh, contemporary. Either way, we'll be discussing five choices each. Any crossover? Uh perhaps. But I I want to like let people know early, early, early in this uh, episode that we we realize we don't sound like we normally do. Uh, don't stop listening because of that reason, because you will adjust and we won't sound like this next week or for the uh, maybe ever again. But Brian is still out of town, uh, still gallivanting uh, for the 4th oh, of sure. July, which is now the 5th of July. So it's strange that he's still out of town, but here we are. And the, uh, the equipment that he needed to make this sound good, as, as it always does, uh, broke. It does not work for him. Or maybe he just didn't remember to bring it. I can't tell. I think never, it's fried. Never sure with Brian. Um, but yeah, so that's why he sounds like uh, like hell, worse than normal. And I, I sound uh, golden uh, per use. So just this week, guys, we'll be back in full, uh, full, fully fit next week. All right. Apologies. Apologies. Right, next week topic, as far as we know, has nothing to do with the ladies. So Avery will be back too. It'll be a full, full family show. Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit that continues to Continues to get kicked while it's dead. It's a dead bit. Haunted. Avery loves the ladies. Um, Avery was very sad. Uh, he couldn't be here. Do we, do we know what next week's topic is? I don't believe we do. Oh, short week. Yeah, short week. It's all right. There's a lot, a lot of topics uh, to get to. So we'll, we'll come up with that soon here. And uh, let's, uh, let's get into it. As far as uh, top five ladies cursed by good looks or, you know, pigeonholed, as it were, or... Uh, what else? Uh, uh, overlooked uh, by the uh, the award. Uh, yeah, they can manifest itself in a number of ways. Like <clears throat> I have some on my list who are, had they not been very good looking, would have probably been a lot more respected for their acting chops, let alone uh, and not just, you know, for being beautiful uh, the sirens of the screen. I got a couple of way back picks, a couple of uh, comedic actresses who had they not been, Ah. So funny, ah. uh, perhaps they would have been uh, more well regarded as, uh, as as thespians. I think I just I just thought of uh, one of yours that might be on your list there, Brad. Brad. I have a, a decent also ran list as well. You might give me some, um, 
You might give me some flack for some of my picks. You might say that they're not great actresses. A few of mine on here uh, have received Razzies, but I'll, I'll say that it's because they get a lot. I, I know that all these actresses, I've seen all of them do really good work in one movie or another. I know they're capable of it. And I think a lot of the time, just being like a beautiful woman will obviously only certain roles will come across, uh, you know, your desk sure. will be offered to you and uh, you get pigeonholed just like you get pigeonholed in, in all sorts of areas in, in Hollywood and, and in life. Right. So uh, I, while this is a problem for my five actresses, I think uh, there are a number who have uh, been very, very successful despite their good looks possibly because of their good looks because they took roles where they dress down or you know the hollywood love that the public loves that to see somebody uh you know a striking beauty uh, look ugly on this on the screen they'll say oh so brave and then you'll have another faction going well that should have gone to an ugly person uh, but a lot of the time they get rewarded for uh, you know dressing down or uh, so there are a number of those that's maybe a whole other category like beautiful women that were rewarded for looking ugly yeah ugly it up in a role but uh, I really like all the actresses on my list. I wish uh, I could see them in, in more challenging roles. Uh, and also my, uh, my one main caveat was uh, no Oscar wins. Yeah, sadly, uh, one of mine does have an Oscar win. But I think, yeah, I think I'll convince you either way. But I, I try to do the same thing. I had to keep one off my list because she did have one Oscar win. And uh, she, I think she definitely fits the bill, but she she won, so she has been. It's hard to say that they're. I mean, there an argument can be made. I could say maybe she would have won three or four others had been if she had been given the opportunity, but probably wasn't. So there's that. All right, fair. I wonder if it's the same person. Could be. All right. Could be. Uh, you want to get to it? Anything else you want to say there? Now I want to talk some uh, some beautiful women. Let's talk. Let's talk lovely ladies. Let's do it. My first uh, pick, I'm going to, uh, to the Wayback Machine. Uh, this woman is currently 90 years old. She has retired from acting. Mm. Uh, her last, uh, she debuted in 1954, uh, but had kind of a brief career. Only acted uh, twice after 1983 and effectively retired in 1991. I'm talking about Kim Novak. Mm -hmm. Kim Novak, the uh, the classic beauty, thought of as a... Uh, I think today just sort of considered, yeah, one of the classic beauties of Hollywood's golden age. But uh, she had an all-time iconic role in Vertigo, uh, which was not you know, nominated for an Oscar, and also was very good in a movie I saw recently, The Man with the Golden Arm with Frank Sinatra. Ugh. This is a really good actress who was beautiful by anyone's objective standards, and I think suffered a little bit because of it. She wasn't getting the role she wanted. She was... I think the reason the, the, the curse or research I did, she retired because she was being asked to do things she didn't want to do. And she, she wasn't enjoying her roles. And I don't think she had the recognition she deserved and maybe thought she deserved. So uh, sadly, Kim Novak's still alive. I don't know what she's doing at 90 years old. She's probably laying uh, in a bed. Probably at this point, probably laying in a bed. Uh, that said, you know, we, we missed out on decades of uh, of Kim Novak roles, probably because she was cursed by her good looks. Good pull, Brian. Look at you. Yeah. Trying to look like you know stuff. Um, I know. Speaking of I knowing start stuff. start off with my strongest one. Speaking of knowing stuff, uh, I, I'm doing that thing, which I, you know, I'm known to do, which is talk about a movie that was Flickfest earlier in the week uh, here in the middle of top oh. five. Uh, and that is, uh, it's akin to what we're talking about. Uh, not akin to it. It's, it goes with what we're talking about. It, it's... It's on. It's it's in the same field, so I'm going to allow it, Brian. And that nice. is level level sixteen, 
and all of the actresses, uh, all of the parts, I should say, of the girls, the young girls from that movie that we talked about last year, uh, last week, that David Gulick uh, assigned us, uh, they were all named, their first names were all after uh, famous actresses from the past. I, I did, I was wondering, because like, one of them was named Ava, one of them was named Vivian, and I was kind of putting that together, but uh, then I got bored. So you're saying you knew that, but you didn't really know that. I was wondering very if there good. was... I'm, I'm very, glad very you uh, like go ahead, went ahead and uh, connected those dots. We got Audrey. We got Veronica. One of the uh, Olivia was one of them. Rita was one of them. Uh, you got the old uh, Sophia and Vivian. Who's Veronica in real life? I don't know who Veronica is. Don't ask me about old actresses, Brian. I don't, I don't know. I'm not good with the. Sorry. I'm Sorry. not good with I, old timey movies, let alone modern day actors. I'm just not good with the names of the actors. I know the creators, Brian. I don't know the uh, the actors. Why don't you look it up? Veronica? Uh, maybe I will. Veronica oh, Mars. What's five? I think it's Veronica Mars. Oh, that could be it. Was it Veronica that you're having a hard time with? The, you, the, you said Veronica. Is that is that the name, though? Because I said a lot of names. Yes. All right. Number five for me. This is one um, that I, I didn't know much about, and I have her high on the list because she has been nominated for an Oscar. She has not won an Oscar, but she was nominated for the theory of everything of course i'm talking about felicity felicity jones she is a, a vision she is beautiful and she is very very uh, adept uh, in every role that i've seen her in she's been who is this sorry felicity jones brian gotcha yeah, felicity she's, jones. yeah she's very pretty She's very, very pretty, and she's very effective. I, I love her uh, as as an actor. Like she's she's great in everything that I've seen her in. Um, she, I mean, obviously, a lot of people know her from Rogue One, uh, but she was uh, she's been great. And uh, the theory of everything is really the one where it's like, wow, this she can act, and she was awarded with uh, a nomination. But I, it's kind of troubles me. It bothers me that I don't see her in more. Uh, not to say like you know the actresses that get cast in these these worthy roles uh aren't 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 due or or shouldn't get the the casting but i would like to see a felicity jones and i think sometimes she might just be too pretty for you know that's those. interesting yeah she is she is a really good actress but i think she is thought of as cute yeah you know what i mean like pigeonholed in these sort of roles like you're talking about or maybe she's just picking wrong i mean the, the movies that she she's been in since the theory of everything like aren't movies that i've even seen you know for the mm. most part so other than the star wars so she's she's picking wrong by not seeing movies you've seen yeah being in movies you've seen. well i mean they're not movies that i want to see either and a lot of time it does come down to you know inferno i'm not going to go see inferno and you know it just look at the poster look at it it's not, it's not a movie for me I, I will say that i think the uh, classy actress veronica refers to veronica lake who I'm only vaguely familiar with. Uh, she's best known for, according to IMDb, Sullivan's Travels, The Blue Dahlia. <laughs> you feel like the knockoff posters you'd see in like a like a, a, a DVD bin in Chinatown. Sullivan Travels, not Gulliver Travels. The Blue Dahlia, not the Black Dahlia. Mm. This Gun for Hire, and I Married a Witch. Maybe she was like the queen of B because I'm not familiar with her. I'm not familiar yeah, with Veronica. I, I, I think I only kind of know the name. Hmm. Anyway, that's most likely who they're who they named her after. Yeah. Uh, the Aeronauts, which I, I wanted to see the Aeronauts. I'm talking about Felicity Jones again because uh, it was a, a reteaming of uh, everyone that was uh, not everyone, but the, the main players that were in uh, the theory of everything, which was great. I absolutely love that. The theory of everything was fantastic with Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. Yep. Tom Harper uh, directed, but I just didn't have uh, much of a uh, uh, interest in in the uh, 
in the uh, the balloon the balloon movie. Yeah, I, I struggle to name something she's been in besides Rogue One. And not to not to make it sound like Tom Harper directed uh, uh, the Theory of Everything. That was that was not him. All right, you're rambling. Are you good? I know, Brian. It's because you're not here. You're not here to keep me on my to- on my toes. James Marsh directed uh, the Theory of Everything, of course. Okay, James Marsden. James Number Marsh. For me. James Number Marsh. For bright, me. Bright. A uh, comedic actress who is actually a very good actress, but uh, doesn't. And this could be a little bit self-imposed because this is a very, very, very wealthy woman uh, from her time on the show Friends. We're talking about Lisa Kudrow. Mm. Lisa Kudrow uh, will love forever be known primarily. Her. <laughs> for playing Phoebe on Friends, uh, which got her six Emmy nominations and one win, but she has serious acting talent. Everyone knows my uh, f- uh, my uh, feelings on uh, Romy and Michelle, mm-hmm. but uh, let's not forget let's not forget about the opposite of Sex, the uh, rare dramatic role that uh, where she played the disapproving friend uh, who uh, wanted Christina Ricci out, the interloper. Get her out. Get her I out. think I think she's more of a less less. A victim of beauty, Brian, and more a victim of TV too. Like you know, she's thought of you as a sitcom. Right. Sitcom. But she played a you know beautiful uh, you know uh, friend on Friends. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's hard to look at her on the big screen, and it's weird because you can almost hear people clapping and laughing. You know what I mean with the live studio. Oh, audience. with the so with the laugh track. It's jarring. Yeah. Interesting. To see. I didn't observe that, but uh, you know, That's and, right. and whoever I, I didn't write it down foolishly, but uh, the writer and director of. Uh, of uh, 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 opposite of sex, he's gone on to make two more movies starring her because apparently she's a, she's a muse of his, and she's a delight to work with. I would imagine. Yeah, she's imagine. she's she's good. She plays the bitch really really well too. Yeah, no, she's a, she. I I think she could probably Charlie Easy Buddy. I think she could probably knock some dramatic parts out of the park if given the opportunity. But maybe she's like you know, hey, I'm retired or semi-retired or whatever it is. All right, um, here we go for my, my number four. I, I could see getting uh, getting some flack from you and perhaps the listeners, but I'm saying Mila Jovovich. Sure, no, no, no that's fine. She, she's she's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. She's a model, for God's sake. And she started out as a model, but just the work that she did in the Fifth Element showed me that she's capable of a lot more than you know just kicking uh, zombies bums. You know what I mean? What am I talking I'll to my six year old zombies bums? Let me look at her. Uh, yeah, because she's she was in more than just the one serious movie, right? She, I mean, mainly like Resident Evil is where where she's been in Monster Hunter uh, and uh, Hellboy. You know, these are the types of movies that she's given. But I'm I'm not even Zoolander two. I'm talking about what she did in <laughs> the Fifth Element. Just showed that she's got. I don't even want to say range because that's the only time we've ever seen her do something that was anything beyond just resident evil types you know stuff uh she was uh, she was also good and he got game but the fifth element like as lilu she, she i mean she could do so many things i would imagine but she's just and this could be her picking wrong too again but she's also uh you know received a lot of razzies but i would imagine that's because of you know the types of projects that she's in uh you know oh, days and confused I was thinking oh yeah about. days yeah. but she was probably playing a version of herself in that right um i would think she was in cuffs way back when, but huh, I saw cuffs in the theater after 
the fifth element i thought i could here's the next you know really really uh powerful powerhouse beauty that's gonna be uh, you know co-star and love right. interest and you know she took a different path and maybe that's just because that's what she enjoys i have heard stories from friends who who know her and and she is uh, a bit of a free spirit and does what she wants and maybe she didn't want to be a part of the uh the means i don't know I don't know what it is. Yeah, we're also, you know, wildly speculating here. I imagine whether it's Lisa Kudrow or, uh, you know, Mila Jovovich, there is a uh, a business element to this, which is, hey, strike while the iron's hot, make hay while the sun shines. You know, you're beautiful. And sadly, you know, Hollywood values that above all else. So make your money while you can because it's a short window. Yeah, I'm speculating, but that's a reality. No, that is true. Like a lot of uh, actresses that I really, really liked uh, as a kid, like you just don't see them anymore. And part of that could be their own vanity. Uh, part of it could be like they're not getting roles like you suggest. It could be like, you know, the two of those issues in concert. But uh, a lot of the time, it's just like, where where they go? I'd like to see them again. Somebody yeah. who is almost on my list. Like I miss her so much. And I guess she's on TV here and there, but you know, she's just not in movies anymore. Who's this? Uh, I, someone on my also ran that I oh, want to like so step I, on. I thought you said the name. I missed it. All right. Good. Very good. She was on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Remember that show, Bray Bray? Parker Lewis Can't Lose. I do. That was that, that came out the same time as a Ferris Bueller TV show, which was uh, similar in, in tone. Yeah. Well, I think Parker Lewis was the, uh, the, the original what? knockoff. The and then yeah. the Ferris Bueller is like, hey, we could do that too because he's just ripping off Ferris Bueller yeah. essentially. Let's do our own Ferris Bueller because we are Ferris Fair. Bueller. I think that's what happened. I think. Might, might be. I don't, I don't have the history here in front of me. I'll tell you what I do as number three, and you probably uh, guessed this at the top of the episode when you when your eyes lit up when I mentioned comedic actresses. There is no better comedic actress since the turn of the century than Anna Ferris. It's uh, not who I was thinking. It? That's not who I was thinking. Really? Yes. I was not. Yes, no. I was not. Her comedy work is, of course, Unparalleled, Scary Movie, Just Friends. You all know my feelings on that. The House Bunny. She, she's not a great movie. She's fantastic in. Uh, but uh, let's not forget her small but effective dramatic work. Uh, Lost in Translation, uh, Brokeback Mountain. These are not huge roles, but she can pull off multiple tones. And I wish... I wish uh, she was given the opportunity. I just see her pigeonholed as the uh, cute uh, comedic actress who can make you laugh. But I think there's a lot to Anna Ferris, And I, I, I hope she has a second or at this point, third act to her career. Cause right. Cause she's, she's a TV star. Now that show mom is how long has that gone on for? It feels like forever. I don't, I don't even, not even familiar with the show mom. Oh really? It's called mom. Is her, it, speaking of uh, actors, it's like a network by, show. Uh, well, yeah, it's a network show. Speaking of actors stolen by uh uh, comic book films. Allison Janney has been doing Mom with uh, on. Oh yes, I do know. What show. feels like ten years. Yeah, and they they they, they find it's a like complacency almost. What? But where did well, where did steady, she? It's a steady paycheck. It's a good thing when you got you know kids and you live in Los Angeles. Where did she stretch her wings or you know stretch her acting ability to make you think that she'd be a great dramatic actress or or somebody who. I don't know that she'd be a great dramatic actress. I suspect she would because comedy is harder than drama mm. and she nails comedy so well. So Jim that Carrey said, should have a few Oscars. She, what's that? So Jim Carrey should have a number of Oscars with that logic. Yeah, he was given a chance. and uh, He was given yeah. many chances. That's all the man wanted he, to do. He was given many chances. Uh, like uh, Ryan Reynolds is a good example oh, of a uh, uh, comedic actor who was given some chances uh, to do dramatic work and it worked. 
Well, and um, the voices. Uh, where else? Where else did it work for old Ryan? Mississippi uh, Gride. Oh, good, good, good pull. He was still getting his his uh, Brian Mendelssohn still acted him under the table though. I never seen that they shared, which that's is true. many. That's true. Hey, is this he kind of held his own? Though. I mean, he kind of like you know he wasn't completely out of place, but Mendelssohn, my God, Mendelssohn. Of course, Mendelssohn's a a, 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 a master class in, in dramatic acting. Yes. All right, number three. Number three for me is uh, Miss Gina Gershon. Uh, We all love Gina Gershon, and we know from her work in the recent, uh, not that recent, it's 2011, but Killer Joe, William Freakin's Killer Joe, where she uh, was forced to uh, service a a drumstick. Um, She was uh, put through the paces in that movie, and I think that she was very effective of course we all love her in bound um she's a character actor almost with 156 not almost she is uh, 156 uh, acting credits she's got there brian but she's never been nominated for anything and she's fantastic she's so good there's a a good choice she's got such a great look and she can all these actors actresses that we're talking about today like they're all capable they all have it in them i i think and there's so many more that have it in them they're just not afforded the uh the opportunity then maybe it's just not important to these ladies too because i'm mainly going off like have they been nominated a bunch of times have they been in you know oscar it's mainly looking at the academy awards and i gina gershon's name never comes up it's never come up she's never been like oh my god this is her year it might one day i mean it'd be a great hollywood story and people love that you know it's like gina gershon comes out of nowhere after you know almost 200 credits and she's you know finally getting her due but and and it could just be choices like maybe that's just not important to Gina Gershon to like find a Oscar Beatty type role. I don't know. It's interesting because for a number of reasons. One, you could make the argument that uh, Jennifer Tilly could belong on this list. Number her bound co-star. Number two, Gina Gershon is a great choice because it's she's an actress more so even than Mila Jovovich, where it's almost impossible to remove her attractiveness and sexuality from her roles. You know what I mean? Like it's in almost everything she does. Right. Uh, and, uh, and she's a siren, Brad, you, a kind siren. Of, you kind of forget that she's really talented at acting and she's good. At, she's got comedic chops. I mean, if, if going back to what you say with like comedy is harder, I mean, she was great on uh, curb your enthusiasm. I don't know if you ever saw her in that, but she was very funny. A lot of movies. I know. <clears throat> but yeah, Gina Gershon, uh, I would love to see, and she's still out there. She's still acting. Um, She's not one of these uh, actresses that we talked about earlier that kind of just disappears. Uh, she's st- st- she's still doing stuff. So good. What is oh, she? You want to take a break? Recently, what was she in recently, Brad? Brad, come on you now. Tell me. IMDb, man, it's just not my friend anymore. It's just not. They've changed for the worse. She is. Uh, she was an Aquafina. Is Nora from Queens, uh, which is a TV series, which I did not see. She got a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's in post production, so she. I mean, she's still working a lot. She's almost becoming like the Eric Roberts. Uh, it seems like you can get her uh, right. on almost. A, yeah, oh, she was in yeah, Emily. Yeah, the Grand. He'll be in your movie. Emily the Criminal is when we last saw her. You and I. She was in New Amsterdam TV series, but yeah, she was in Emily the Criminal. Um, yeah, she was. Yeah, I forgot about that. As the old. Uh, like you know, she's she's seen it all. She's been there. She's like the older version almost. Uh, you know, she was the executive that she went to have an uh, a, uh, interview with. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She insulted her. Yes, and it's kind of like set. Uh, she was the inciting incident. Yes. God damn! I took a swing there, thinking that she what I envisioned in my mind, but I was wrong, Brian. You're wrong. Way to pull that, Brian. All right, yeah. Let's take a uh, quick break here. Do a little Amazon and other. 
and yeah. uh, and then we'll be back after this. Say so you want to start off by thanking you guys. So yeah, you, the listener, the uh, the, the uh, uh, customer, as it were, the the person we're trying to entertain and uh, help pick movies. Um, you guys have done an amazing job. Uh, tap of that Amazon link, that Amazon banner started two days ago to record this. And already you guys are buying stuff for a uh, prime day in the first couple of weeks of July. Like I mentioned, Amazon uh, was kind enough to increase our payouts on a number of categories. So you guys uh, heeded the call and have uh, tapped the banner and gotten a lot of cool stuff. Oh, thanks guys. Yeah, definitely. Such as. A Braun electric waterproof razor was purchased. Uh, someone got a Walker exhaust quiet flow muffler assembly. Moonbeam Moon Moon shipping label printer. Uh, I, I, these, these companies need to like name themselves after words. I think we're out of names. names. I think we're out of names, Brian. Yeah. You know what? I don't AI like, I don't like when they take a, a word that everyone knows and then just change the name. Like Lyft is a prime example of that. I, I don't like that. Obviously, like Lyft was already like, you know, you already trademarked L-I-F-T, so they had to do L. Well, well it's to be L-Y-F-T. I don't like it. Yeah, this one is A-I-B-O-O, Abu. Abu Kitchen Under Cabinet Lighting. Uh, Garmin 4Runner GPS Running Watch. 300 Ultra Pure. Oh, someone's either uh, making a lot of whipped cream or getting high because someone got 300 Ultra Pure Whipped Cream Chargers. Hammer Mill Printer Paper Noble Well. See, noble well, that, 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 that's a compound word I can get on board with. Ergonomic office chair, then not so much this one. Pillier, 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 Thousand white balloon stick holders. <laughs> Brembo front brake rotor for Toyota uh, was purchased. Someone got a, a Ventry, a launch a Vontree Ensemble wireless over-ear headphones, wet and forget multi-service outdoor stain remover, uh, Monstrum, Monstrum Stealth Fixed Scope for your firearm, uh, Hamilton Beach, to Hamilton Beach Toaster Oven Air Fryer Combo, uh, Chill Sun, Chill Sun, that's you, Chill Sun, Twin Air Mattress, LG Blu-ray Player, Simple Human Trash Bags, Nembolic, Nenbolic Oktoberfest beer stein. Nice, you know that. Uh, Brooks Bees and Dog Grooming Wipes. Marvel Masterworks, The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 24. Someone heard you talking about Stan Lee and was uh, very inspired. It's impossible, Brent. That's probably actually not math impossible. Bosch Icon Wiper Blades. Meat Church Barbecue Rubber Variety Pack. Bar Barnana? Barnana Dipped Banana Bites. Barnana dip banana bites. And finally, someone got themselves some very nice high-end Anthony shaving cream. Nailed it. Hey, remember a few weeks ago uh, when we were talking about that listener that got a couple neon signs, the pizza and the game room? Yeah, I was going to bring that up next game time zone. they bought uh, they bought the other thing, but yeah. Well, I, I thought I'd just uh, bring it because I've, I've done all the work of pulling up the email and whatnot. So I, the mystery has been solved. Somebody bought two uh, pizza uh, neon signs as well as game zone signs. And Brian thought it might have been for their garage or they had like their own pizza play, uh, cookery at home or like an oven or something. And I said, perhaps it's a uh, 
it's a pizza restaurant. An actual and brick and mortar. Turns out that it's a listener uh, who I guess has been buying uh, stuff through the click-through for quite some time with us. Uh, Rob, shout out to Rob. Uh, if you're up in the Puget Sound area, uh, he got that for his chain restaurant because he has a number of chains. He doesn't like the word chain, but he's got a number of them. So sorry, Rob. Uh, and it's Forelli's Pizza. Tell him that the Film Vault sent you. And I, I mean, we don't have any kind of like affiliation or anything other than he's a listener. But uh, Forelli's Pizza, yeah, I think he's also has something to do with, I don't know. Tell them the film ball sent you and they won't spit on your pizza. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah by so. the way, I, let, me, let me take this opportunity to say the real treat was not just finding out about the uh, neon signs that we wondered about. The real treat is uh, it, 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 he solved the mystery. It was him. It was this same person who has been buying the uh, shipping labels. Remember 20,000 shipping yeah, labels like yeah, every yeah. other week? Yes. Like, who sh what, is this like a realtor who's shipping this much stuff? Uh, turns out they use the labels not only to seal, close the uh, the pizza boxes, but also to write down the order on the uh, on the actual box. That's true. Everything yeah. it's, it's all true. So thank you very much to the business, uh, all business owners out there that, that, that listen to the program and, uh, and find it in their heart to click through. So uh, we appreciate that. Now a little, uh, here are the, the Amazon click-throughs, the movies that were clicked through uh, Amazon since the last time I, since the last time I talked at you. Here are the movies that were clicked through. Varsity Blues was clicked through. That was, that was for our yeah. watch along. I wonder if somebody did that night of or if they did it uh, after the fact or they just did it before. Who knows? But Varsity Blues was clicked through, which uh, can't, Enjoyable be experience. can't be uh, coincidental. Splendor in the Grass, a movie I still need to see, I think. I think. I'm getting to the age where I'm like, did I see that or did I not? Uh, what about Bob was clicked through? I know I saw that one. Did not like the first time. Have loved the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth time that I've seen that. What about Bob? Everybody's Fine was clicked through as well as Man on Fire. Tangerines was clicked through. Fuck to the S with the tangerines. Wow, that's not to be confused with Tangerine, unless there's a misprint here, but Tangerines is a uh, small little movie, anti-war film, Brian. Tangerines. Yeah, that is, that's the uh, foreign film that was up for the Oscar a few years ago. I really like that, Tangerines. Uh, it's about a farmer. He, he, his life, Brian, is all about uh, making making life and, and creating oranges, uh, uh, little tangerines. He has a tangerine farm, and there's a uh, warring factions on either side of his property, and, and two of them uh, get into a fight on his own property, like a, a, a battle, and uh, they're both like knocked unconscious. And then he he merges these two um, uh, fighting yeah, factions, these two opponents. He, warring opponents, ad adversaries, back to health in his little farmhouse. It's uh, it's a beautiful story, a beautiful movie. Tangerines. Thanks for clicking through. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Fuck to the yeah, especially when I was young. I'm like, that's a, why aren't there more Mr. Smith, sir? We need more Mr. Smith. So you know what? I'll say that uh, our last Mr. Smith that we actually had in office was uh, Jimmy Carter. Closest thing we've had to a Mr. Smith uh, over there in Washington, at least on the big stage. Uh, the Big Lebowski was clicked through as well. Seasons end. Better off dead. Love gets a room. Sanctuary. Dune. Master Gardener. God, I got to see that Master Gardener just to close the loop on the trilogy, Brian. I need to watch that Master Gardener. I'm just dreading it because I heard it's the third worst of the uh, yeah because of the uh, Apprentice Gardener was good. Journeyman uh, nope, Gardener was totally good. different. No, we're Master talking about Gardner. Paul Paul Schrader's uh, journal trilogy because all of his characters VO journal entries. We're talking about the Card Counter and before that first Reformed, and he he rounds it out with Master Gardener, which. I'll get to you by the end of the year. Guardians of the Galaxy is the final click through from the last time we talked at you. Thank you very much to everybody for clicking through. And now, back to the program. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or well, call she, the police. Or call the police, like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then from beneath the Hollywood sign is the gin joint for you. Back. Thank goodness. Uh, you want me to do my number two? Do it up, bro. Do it up. Wait, number two? Really? No. What? Yeah. No. What was your number three? Well, do we skip your three? Oh, we didn't. Oh, my God. Look at that. Jesus. Powering through. It's funny because I thought of this actress and I was like, yeah, this, this person is known for being beautiful and for being in certain types of movies, some of which are much better than others. Uh, and I was doing the research. I'm like, oh, she has been in a ton of dramatic movies, but had she not been so pretty, she was a model before she was a actress. This uh, this person's career might have taken a very different turn. Talking about Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Cameron, That's who Cameron I thought Diaz. when, and then you said Anna Ferris. But I was thinking uh, comedy actress uh, Cameron Diaz, mainly from uh, something about Mary. That's that's where yeah. I thought you were going. You got so a tight friend, so you know that? There's oh, an alternate timeline. Blonde, blonde comedians, three of them so far. Indeed, I believe there's an alternate timeline out there where Cameron Diaz turned her back on the big budget mainstream Hollywood studio films uh, and embraces more esoteric, interesting roles. Now, we get, we miss out on the mask. We'd miss out on there's something. Miss out on the mask, Brian? We would have avoided the mask. 
She was she was very good. It was terrible. It was an awful no, movie, and you should be ashamed if you've yeah, ever, ever enjoyed it. Oh, no. It's, it's awful. Good. But we get more being Dom Malkovich. We get more Vanilla Sky, uh, The Counselor, which not a great movie, but she was very good in. And, of course, Gangs of New York. Like This, this is a... This is a seasoned dramatic actress, and she can still do comedy. This, this, the camera Diaz has a ton of range. I just wish she'd get a little more recognition for it. All right, I'm going to um, be a dick here and just to you, I guess, and uh, to to Miss Cameron, who I like very much. I like her on the screen. Uh, I I like the her comedic chops. I I think she's the weakest point, a part of uh, a lot of. She's the weak link in a lot of dramatic movies I've seen, namely, uh, namely Gangs of New York. I mean, she just did not fit at all so do you think that's that's uh the, a, marty I mean, not directing her properly well I, no, I was gonna say do you, do you think that's a, a result of her career being dedicated to comedy like this is someone who maybe if they had the dramatic reps over the course of their career would have been a, a little bit stronger so with that logic you could say that michael jordan would have been the greatest hockey player ever if he didn't spend all his time well, playing baseball and basketball. He would have been a, he would have been a, a above average baseball player if he had just dedicated. But the man's a tremendous athlete. If he had dedicated his life to baseball, he would have been a great baseball player. Yeah, and perhaps. I don't know though. I uh, I have not uh, I've not really seen her do anything dramatic. That also she's just so Cameron Diaz, which lends itself to this topic, right? Which is like it's almost like the Tom Cruise effect, where you see. Cameron Diaz before anything else because she's got such a look and she's I've never seen her like you know lose herself in a role. Well, being John Malkovich, she ugly uglied it up. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good call. Mm -hmm. Okay, I do like that Cameron Diaz. I've not seen her in a while. I have not seen her in yeah, quite no some time. She's up to these days. She was an Annie, and then she took six years, six years off, and uh, then she was in Boss Bitch Fight Challenge. Boss Bitch Fight Challenge, which is a video. It's not even a, well, uh, a I don't movie. Know what that is. No one does, Brian. No one knows what Boss Bitch Fight Challenge is. It's a five-minute short. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zoe Bell directed it. Mm -hmm. So let's just say she's not working. She's not working. Where'd she go? She might be another one of these casualties where it's just like, hey, I don't like the way I look anymore. Or, I don't know. What What is it? Is it? Is it? You know people are offering her roles, but she's she well, and her people are turning. I mean, she reached a level of celebrity where she was producing her own films and probably calling her own shots. Uh, here's Boss Bitch Fight Challenge, which I did not foresee having a bunch of airtime this week. But uh, Boss Bitch Boss Bitch Fight Challenge, five minutes is somehow it's five minutes. Uh, Zoe Bell directed. It's an at home and bored during the pandemic lockdown. Zoe Bell picks a fight with her boss bitch friends. Glorious mayhem ensues. Uh huh. That's fun. This is celebrities having to be on screen during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, quite quite the cast. Zoe Bell, Lucy Lawless, Drew Barrymore. Julia Lewis, Jesus, Rosario Dawson. How do they get them all in in five minutes? Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Caitlin Olson, Florence Pugh. What? I need to I see this see, boss this will bitch. Be, this will be a next week. <laughs> I must see boss bitch. <laughs> boss bitch fight challenge must be seen by me immediately. <laughs> I bet it's a lot of Zoom calls. No, it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Uh, I think it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot of. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ, Brian! Guess guess what the aspect ratio is? Is it four to three? No, it's uh, it's portrait mode. Christ! Oh no! That's just people, uh, actresses, portrait moding themselves. <sighs> well, I don't think we're watching this. Yeah. All right, number 
Sorry, my garage door is open. I'm doing this out in the garage because it's the best sound, but the door is open, which makes it a little less the great sound. Number two for me is an actress that I have a great deal of respect for. I love her, and she is uh, worthy of nominations. I feel like she's already done work that uh, was worthy of nominations. I said that at the time when uh, Christine came out, Rebecca Hall I'm talking about, mm. and her work in Christine primarily was outstanding she's also a writer director uh, i feel like she's a respected actress uh, right there is good man sorry i'm getting a delivery too at the moment uh thanks pal he, this guy's probably like look at this fucking podcaster hey i've been it doing it for 20 it. years it's okay it's not like a, it's not like we're new God, I, I, how I, many dudes does he walk in on podcast i know probably he's probably, I'm probably like the third or fourth one yeah. today <laughs> it sucks <laughs> and i always i always want to like be like no but uh we actually this is professional we actually get paid for this one uh, I just spit Diet Coke on my fucking laptop because of you. I hate, I hate the, uh, how I, you know, it's, it's the same thing with like uh, movie actors back in the day. Like, you know, if you watched uh, Babylon, it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. Am I equating myself to the golden era of cinema? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Deservedly so. <laughs> I was looked down upon, right? People looked down their nose at uh, movie stars because they weren't on the stage. That's right. All right. But yes, uh, Rebecca Hall uh, passing was a movie. I did not love passing. Uh, when it came out, but it definitely showed some directing chops for for sure. Uh, that was the one with Tessa Thompson, if you recall, and uh, it was about her you know, living in a yeah. time where where people were um, black people, people of color were were trying to pass as white just to be able to you know live normally at times. Uh, but Christine Chubbuck, uh, her her portrayal, uh, Rebecca Hall's portrayal of Christine Chubbuck, uh, really uh, makes me. No, lets me know that she is a, a one of the top working actors we have today and uh she has not been you know she's not gotten her due she has not gotten her due brother is rebecca. she best known for the town like if i'm saying to someone oh rebecca Hall, you know her from vicky christina barcelona probably is how people would definitely know her uh the, she was in the prestige um she's in a, a fair amount of, of of movies it's just we have not seen her with the nomination yet and it's and you know i think that she is pretty and i think that that is part of the problem it might not be my best example of that not to say that she's not pretty she's more of a classic beauty um but i mean we've seen her do everything and, and christina chubbuck uh, which is a, a crazy true life account of a a a woman who christine chubbuck who had a uh, mental illness and was a newscaster that movie is stark and startling and she did you know she was brave, as they say. You know, she she uglied it up at times in that movie. Rebecca did you ever Hall. See passing? I don't think you ever did. I saw passing. Yeah. It contains one of the most shockingly jarring lines of dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Um, as far as just how it was kind of over the top. Mm, how it was. It was based on a book of the era. Was so considered outrageous today was very much not uh, very much passed over uh, yeah. as just normal normal speech. So. Oh, I, I, okay. So like the, it was the jarring dialogue that was actually in them because I, I had some issues with that movie because they were reacting to things as though it was 2022 uh, or whenever it came out uh, right. rather than, you know, how they probably reacted back in the day, which was like, it didn't even affect them because that was just what people were saying because so many people were just openly and ardently racist. Right. So. Yeah, the uh, the Skarsgård character delivers uh, the line I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 and it kind of comes out of nowhere. So, yes, it yeah, it was jarring. You probably quoted it immediately thereafter just to see what it felt I got like. a tattoo, <laughs> Brian, on my back. Rebecca Hall, my number 
two. All right. Number one for me, and this actually is a, I don't know if you consider it meta or ironic because it's uh, as this woman's actual life um, uh, became altered by just how incredibly beautiful she was. Uh, number one for me, one of the all time classic timeless beauties on the screen and my only Oscar winner, although I think you'll, I think you'll follow uh, my logic here when I say that Grace Kelly mm. uh, cursed by good looks. She won an Oscar earlier in her career for the country girl, which sadly I have not seen. I've not seen the country girl, mm-hmm. uh, but her career lasts only eight years, partly because of her good looks. She married the Prince of Monaco and uh, became the princess of Monaco and quit acting. Uh, and while she'll be remembered as this classic timeless, almost impossible beauty she was fantastic in rear window she was fantastic in dial in for murder and i have no doubt that she would have had a very long career of really accomplished roles had it been for her beauty on screen or had it not been for uh her beauty that took her away from the screen well said brian mm. never knew you were such a, a classic beauty uh a classic film fan it's oh my god you're really you're pulling. Grace kelly and you're like that is that that it's that a picture is of beauty. beauty that spans the ages. Classic, classic beauty. All right. Well, that brings me to my number one, and I'm kind of swinging for the fences here, Brian, and I'm going to be honest. If it wasn't for one movie, I don't think I would have even um, thought of her. Uh, however, I do absolutely love this woman, and I, I would like to see her in more dramatic roles, but she is so GD beautiful that uh, Mila Kunis is not uh, afforded the roles, despite the fact that Darren, Kunis. that despite the fact that Darren Aronofsky proved that he can get real, real depth out of her and real dramatic acting out of this woman. And the fact that maybe it just took too much out of her. Maybe she didn't like it. Maybe she just liked to do soft, fluffy stuff, but her, her role as Lily in black Swan proved that she has a whole lot more to offer than we've seen before or since. Uh, she was good in the the book of Eli, but uh, you know, I was giving you some shit earlier for, uh, your, who was it? Lisa Kudrow or yeah, for, uh, you know, it's hard to see her on screen in a movie and and not hear laughing and and a laugh track behind her. Of course, you know, Mila Kunis is mainly known from, originally that 70s show and a bunch of uh comedy since but my god she's got she's she's got the talent and she's a vision she's beautiful and uh you know she's really good at playing the friend or playing the love interest and playing that funny zany cute character but i just there's a lot more there there's a lot more there from mila kunis and uh we we have not seen it before or since i don't know if this is going to make you happy or sad uh, or angry or very, it'll either make you angry or very angry. But uh, <laughs> I will, I would tell you that maybe I think it was last year. I think it was last year at the end of the summer. Uh, I was hanging out next to Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, uh-huh. not with them. They wanted nothing to do with me, right. but uh, their kids were swimming with Tessa and uh, she complimented. Can I just, Tessa. can I just stop you there just to paint the picture? So while you tell the rest of the story, the, the listeners have a better idea of what you're talking about. Brian, and his wife and their daughter, by no choice of her own, are members of a country club, and they couldn't be living a whiter life. And it's a uh, swim club. It's a country club. Your wife goes tennis there to play club. tennis, and she spends days there, like entire days. Oh, uh, yeah. The country club, and you pay the dues, yeah. and you go there, and it's it's like it's 
It's like it's like it's the 1960s, 1950s, 1940s. I don't understand how these country clubs still exist. Uh, sorry to anyone who's listening to this that loves their country club, but for me, it's just like I want to go to a pool and I don't want to deal with riffraff, and I want everyone to look the, kind of like me. Yeah, you're saying that's like it's a bad thing. Apparently, my number one hangs out there as well. My number one on my list this week. So Neil yeah, Kunis. so our kids were swimming. I understand uh, if you're a celebrity, you don't want to be bothered. Next to each you, other. Do, does, exactly. does, does anyone bother? Like you ever see a celebrity there at uh, at the uh, country club being bothered by anyone other than you? I mean, I mean, I, I get bothered by a lot of people. No, so Brian, about. I'm talking about celebrities. That's really hurtful. Have you ever seen a celebrity like be hounded or a uh, autograph? No. Saw? In fact, I don't. Is that a rule I, that you can't? I, th- I think it's frowned upon. I don't know if it's, uh, that's a great question. I have no idea if it's explicitly stated in the rules. Uh, but anyway, our kids were uh, swimming. We were seated next to each other, just kind of watching. And uh, she was remarking how adorable Tessa's uh, little um, uh, uh, mermaid fins were. She wore a mermaid fin uh, to swim in the pool. Mm. I, uh, and uh, I said, thanks. And that, that was it. That's what you should say is thanks. Yep. That should be no, there should be no more. They uh, were there with like friends. So it wasn't, that was an invitation to come, uh, come shout them up. It was just, oh, how cute. She's got a crazy backstory too. She's like Russian. She came over here at an early age, like a very yeah, early yeah. age. Uh, yeah. She's an immigrant uh, from, I think, yeah, like I said, Russia. Yeah. But uh, I. Next time I see her, I'll ask her about that. Not to pile on and not to like, you know, try and like uh, one up you. It should, I was probably going to tell this story anyways. Hi guys, your family's in the oh, background. Hey everyone! If you're watching this on YouTube, you uh, know what I'm talking about. They just walked by. Tessa sure. looks as though she was confused, as though she's never seen you on a computer before. Hi guys. So, so what's happening? Uh, yeah, that? so I was oh, uh, I was lucky enough. It's one of my one of my favorite uh, celebrity stories, uh, and it's not about Mila Kunis, even though she's in- involved. But it's one of my favorite Loveline celebrity encounters. I've probably told this story before. I'd be shocked I if I had. I, I think I was there for this. Either here or on on the after disaster. I told the story. So we had Mila Kunis. We used to have the seventy show crew on quite a bit, but I think Mila only came in the one time. Laura Pete Prepon was with her. I remember they were talking very badly about one of their cast members, which was kind of surprising to me. I'm not going to name names, but openly complaining about him in front of me and then to me talking about how much they dislike this guy. I'm not going to name Wood Smith. No, Kerwood is not the man. Uh, also, who else was there? Uh, what was his name? Uh, who, who was the kid? The the the, the Macaulay Culkin. No, no, no. The, Brian, you're ruining my story. Uh, no, the, oh. the, the the kid on the show. Uh, what was the kid's name? Uh, 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 Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah, Wilmer Valderrama. It came in with him. Uh, at one point, he was hanging around. He wasn't there that night, though. I don't think so. Gio would know. So uh, we're hanging out, and uh, they, one, one or two of them smoked. They were coming out with me on breaks either way. So like we were talking. I was getting. It was very, very fun hanging out with them because they were like the cool celebrities, or like I was really familiar with them. But like they just seemed like normal people. They were very down to earth, easy to talk to, and it was just fun talking about the show, and, but uh, about everything. So we're out front and uh, smoking and. Uh, Mila has this weird little, like, uh, I just thought it was like a, a mute lesbian woman or girl that was with her and like kind of shadowing her everywhere she went. And it was so mute, so quiet. Like you didn't really even notice they were there. Brian, you ruined the story until, um, the, the mute lesbian stopped being mute for a moment and asked me for a cigarette. And I said, all right, here you go. And I gave the person, the, the, the mute lesbian a cigarette and then lit it for the mute lesbian. And when the face, we were out front and the mute lesbian was wearing a hat. I remember wearing a jean denim jacket with a black and white American flag um, upside down uh, stitched on it. I remember I no- noticing that before the mute lesbian's face, which I, I illuminated with the, the, the flame of my lighter. It was the first time I saw 
her face the entire night, Brian, even though she was inside and everything. And it was Macaulay Culkin. And I'm like, what in the fuck is Macaulay Culkin doing? Oh, yeah, because they were dating at the time. But it was so the, the ability of Macaulay Culkin to be able to just blend in because there's maybe like eight people in the entire building and they're all we were all in one group right and then doing the show and then having like a four or five minute break and going out front and you know, having a quick cigarette and talking and Macaulay Culkin was there for the entire time just blended in like wallpaper it was shocking does it make you amused anyway to think that Macaulay Culkin was the wealthiest person under that roof by far yeah. of anyone in the building well I don't know I think his parents took it all didn't they no I think that they I think he got the service. It doesn't matter. Point is, he had made the most money. Yes, he had made um, the most money. He had earned the most money. But yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. I, w- I wish I had knew him earlier. I probably would have, you know, brought him into the conversation a little bit more. It just seemed because I'm pretty good at like bringing people into conversations. You know that, Brian, about, about me. Like you know, I try and keep, make the comfortable feel more comf- uh, less comfortable, and the uncomfortable feel comfortable. Like that's kind of like what I feel like my job is in most rooms. So if someone's a little bit too high, I'll knock them down a little bit, and if someone's too low, I'll try and bring them back. You know, bring them in. Fair, fair. And I, I just there was no opening with this this person the whole time, and they're like just being unrecognized because well, they we just, we established that she was mute. She was mute. Had but normally I will you know like say something like well what do you think about that or like you know like, i didn't even introduce myself they were just like off, hat on fate head down just like didn't want to be there was just upset and i it, i don't know i i i got the sense let me that ask you this, this that, actually this that's fun to bring it a full circle this is something i think about from time to time and i'll bring it up to you and ask you if this is cringeworthy or 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 would make your skin crawl or if you do your oh thing mm-hmm. at this because uh, I can't just do that, by the way. It has to actually come. From, okay, well, let's do it on demand. Yeah. And actually, I would like your honest Command. reaction here. So remember how uh, we, you know, we were very. It was commonplace for the the little people, not you, but the little people, to uh, take pictures with the guests, yes. you know, especially if they were, uh, you know, notable or a fan or whatever. And uh, I did that twice, mm-hmm. two times, no, three times. I mean, mm. in my entire career at Love Line, I only did three pic. Looking back, I would have liked to have had more pictures, but I just felt like such a douche. Like, well, hey, can I have my picture with you? At the time, you know, I was too cool for it. But sure. Marilyn so Manson you, for my sister. Marilyn Manson for my sister. Uh, Rain Wilson for my good friend who loved, loved, loved The Office. And then uh, Jane's Addiction, just because Anne demanded it. She like pushed me in there whenever. When so Anne's taking pictures. pictures yep. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm there. And uh, Mila Kunis is there. The others aren't there for whatever reason. It's just Mila. They're maybe hanging out in the back or something. And uh, so you were there that night. Yeah, I was for her. Your mute friend was uh, was hanging off to the side. And I said, oh, can you get in here, too? Because I want to take a picture with you and Mila. And it's Tessa. And uh, I, I invited uh, Macaulay Culkin, who I knew who it was at the time, to uh, jump in the picture. That's the story. Yeah, is that is that is that douchey or? Oh yeah, for sure. But it's also nice. Like, it would have been really nice if you just thought that it was a, a mute lesbian friend who was uncomfortable, and you were trying to make them feel comfortable. Actually, it'd be kind of weird if like you're like, "Hey, come get a, a picture." Person who's not talking to anyone and obviously doesn't want to be here. I got the sense that he did not like her being happy and nice and talking to people. Not like I had in a the jealous sense that he didn't jealous? want to be recognized and was reluctantly there. Like I wonder if he was afraid of being asked to go on on air. Maybe maybe that's part of it. It's my yeah, only he never made his presence known. My that's my, my, my the only time I've ever, to my knowledge, been you know in contact with Macaulay Culkin, and I I don't know what the what the what the deal was, but that was very strange because we've had other celebrities come in like. Uh, 
uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Love, uh, Love Hewitt. She yeah. used to come in with uh, Jamie Kennedy all the time. And she, you know, oh, they'd really? say, hey, do you want to go on? She'd be like, ah, not tonight. I don't feel like, you know, getting, because uh, Loveline was pretty hardcore. Like, you know, a lot, right. all sorts of things would come up. So she'd just sit there on the couch in, in my room and, and watch and talk shit about Jimmy. I mean, about uh, uh, Jamie. It was fun. It, but maybe he was like, oh, they're going to make me go on. And I don't want to talk about, you know, sex. And there's something going on. It was very strange. Gerard Butler sat in on our radio show in 2006 for like a week and never said a word, never said a word. He was there to research a role, uh, but he never, it is a pretty big star at the point. But anyway, the reason I brought up the Mila Kunis thing, uh, I wanted your honest reaction. That was not me. It was actually Koskinen Tara. Uh, don't call me Tara, God damn it. Who Aww. did that? I did not do that. I don't have a picture with Mila. I don't have a picture with Mac. I don't have a picture with either one of them. Uh, but I thought that you know, I got a more pure reaction if I put myself in. Space. So that wasn't you. That was yeah. I wasn't that upset about it, and uh, I could totally see Tara doing something like that. And truth be told, most people like to get their pictures, and I and I, I get it. It's just a personal thing, you know. I like just like I can't do hashtags. I I just can't allow myself to do hashtag. I just I I I live in my own prison, Brian, and it's tough sometimes. It's very very tough. Oh, I get it. It's tough, but yeah, Mila Kunis is my number one. I would love to see her in dramatic roles, more dramatic roles, but. Uh, I'd love to see her more often. A lot of times she's in, you know, movies that I don't, don't watch, but she's, she's got it in her. And I think we all know that. And, uh, she's not been nominated for much, um, ever. I mean, a lot of people, people's choice awards. Oh, I don't think she's thought of as a very serious actress, but we know she's got it in her. Yeah. She's got a couple of right. Razzie, Razzie nominations for, uh, Jupiter ascending. Not her fault. That's the movie. It's not her yeah, fault. Not, not a great film. All right, do we have a listener top five? We do, and uh, compiled as a week in, week out by uh, Mitch Burns. Uh, good to have you back, Mitch. And uh, he let us know that he thinks uh, many of the uh, listeners were confused, a bit confused. There were hundreds of submissions, but uh, he'd love to hear, he would have loved to have heard the criteria, which, you know, was, I guess Brian and I kind of landed on the same criteria for the most part. Um, but here's where they yeah, go. We, we can make that more clear. That, that's fair. Here's where the listeners go. I, number five is essentially like an also ran list because there's uh, he's, he just included three of them, which I guess they, they got many, 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 many picks, uh, these three, and that's Megan Fox, Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, and Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman has been recognized, and I feel like people do know she's a great actress, and she just chooses to do what she wants to do. That's my Marilyn Monroe's interesting, but uh, Megan Fox, I don't know. I don't know if Megan Fox can pull off a... Uh, and a bait, uh, an award Beatty type movie. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think she's better than people give her credit for, but I, I think she's limited. Got a couple here at number four as well. He threw in uh, Brooke Shields. Okay, that's a great one. Right? And yeah. especially after watching that documentary, which I still have not had a chance to give it its, its fair due on the, on this year program. But the uh, Brooke Shields documentary is fascinating and very good. I recommend. Uh, and yeah, she she definitely has. Uh, she has the chops, uh, but she was definitely pigeonholed as not only like a beauty, but like a little girl beauty, which was creeps. Uh, and then Nicole Kidman, I feel like she's got her due. Everyone knows what a great yeah. actress Nicole Kidman is. I think is. she's a well-respected well actress at this point. Yeah, and uh, you know, despite her beauty, I, I she's she, number three is Margot Robbie. Same thing, like she's recognized and she gets awards all the time. I don't know if she's pigeonholed or only you know afforded, you know sex roles because she's beautiful and she's you know she's yeah that's uh, an interesting one like she is recognized as a really good actress but i wonder if the good looks are holding her back a little bit in, in the public mind yeah because she is a really accomplished actress. because she has been nominated 
for a few yeah, things. For right? I, twice for I, Tanya and um, oh, something else. Oh, uh, bombshell. Yeah. So I feel like she's up and comer and like, she's, she's still kind of new. At least that's how I think of her is like still kind of a new actress and she's already been recognized a couple times. That's why I want it. I don't know if I put her on there, but uh, one, an argument can be made for the, uh, the listeners number two, and that's uh, Angelina Jolie. She, she's got the Tom Cruise thing going on too, where her name is like bigger than her talents or maybe her talent is big, but again, it gets overshadowed by her name. As soon as you hear Angelina Jolie, she has been recognized and she has been in a fair number of, uh, dramatic roles and, and but i do i do agree with the overall gestalt which is she is thought more of for her beauty than and her celebrity than for her acting talent which is which is it's there yeah uh how many things was she nominated for come on angelina she you know what she was able to do and that's uh outgrow her father i could i i forget that she's john Boyd's daughter i forget that all the time yeah, that that's almost a footnote at this point in her life. She won like her uh, life story. It is totally a footnote, an afterthought, right? She's won one Oscar, and uh, and she's really? been nominated for a number of things. And what then she won an Oscar for. I would tell you if. Uh, oh no, girl interrupted. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because she thanked her brother, and she wanted to make love to her brother. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then uh, the changeling, or changeling, I should say. Which uh, I, that felt like a whole lot of overacting in that particular role. Eastwood's finest film. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he gets overacting for most of his actors. So best performance by an actress in a leading role uh, nomination for Changeling for Angelina Jolie. And then the listeners number one is Charlize Theron, which I feel like she's definitely considered one of the top and uh, recognized uh, actresses despite her beauty. I feel like she. So maybe we should have uh, we should do a little bit better at at giving guidelines, but. Hey, yeah, if you I before agree. Monster, like I, I think that Charlize Theron because she's she really was in danger of being pigeonholed with like you know yeah. two days in the valley and like how she kind of made her uh, when she first came and she was like you know half nude all the time and and just like a sex object and then she she got out of that uh, pigeonholing pretty quick. She would have been the perfect example for this last pre Monster. Yeah, pre Monster, but uh, okay, um, let's gamble. How are we gambling? You got the email, Brian? Can you take care of this? Part uh, of it, sure. Hold on. Since I've done everything else, I'm pretty much every single um, other part of this. I've. That's not fair, but I mean, it's uh, gallery results uh, for Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny. You guessed 76. I guessed 61. Actual score with 318 reviews. The actual Rotten Tomato score is 68, percent making me the winner. That's not true at all. That, that's I'm off by seven. And oh, by I would. I had the numbers reversed. Damn it! Yeah. That was so we're close. Really, I thought off by eight. Yeah, you're off by seven. I'm off by eight. I had the numbers reversed. I was looking at it wrong, and uh, I thought that I won by one, but you won by one. Ah, son of a bitch! Look at that! Look at that! Son of a bitch! Now I can't even watch your eyes, or I can't even. I'm not in the same room, so I can't tell if you're cheating right now. But uh, we're going to be gambling on Joyride, which is a movie that both of us will be seeing before we talk next week. There will be a delay while I actually look up the actual score. That's not how we should do this. I mean, it comes out this week, so we'll gamble on Joyride. uh, And uh, Anderson, do you have a number? I do. On three? No, I got to think about it. Um, And the trailer makes it really look uh, energetic and awesome and fun, but that's a trailer. It's true. It is a trailer. It's true that it's a trailer. (laughs) All right, I got a number. So do I. On three. One, two, 
88. 87. Oh, oh 80, you switched. I almost said 87. Son of a bitch. Dang. All right, now uh, you look it up because just push refresh. Oh, yeah. See if it so changed since you refresh here. 20 seconds ago. Enjoy ride. Enjoy ride. Oh, we didn't do our also rants. Ooh, this is going to come down to the wire. Hmm? Currently, with... Uh, oh, no, this is bad news. Currently, only 56 reviews. Only 56. Joyride is sitting at 91%. It's good news for me so far. All right. True. I imagine there'll be another 90 or so reviews coming in. All right, so Joyride is one that we will be flick-fessing, uh, reviewing next week on uh, the first episode next week, as well as uh, Linoleum. And uh, Josh Butler, listener Josh Butler, has assigned us headcount for next week. So those are the three Head movies count. we will be flick-fessing. Uh, Brian, you want to get to the uh, also-rans and then uh, wrap this baby up? Headcount. Is that the adult film? No, oh, and then we're also going to do a spoiler uh, right after this uh, right after we end this episode, Brian. We're going to do a spoiler for Indiana Jones, and uh, that'll be up on the Patreon feed, okay? Oh, uh, really? You can tell me I think about it. I actually have the star. So Headcount is streaming on Stars. Killing I believe, it. believe I have access. Access. That's great. That's a great, great story for everyone. All right, let's go. Uh, Heartful that you would see that. All right, let me add to my included with your star subscription. Yeah. Stars killing it. All right, let's go. Oh, head count. Right. Not, not well rated. Oh, no. Count of head. Count of head. Yes. Okay. All right. Do we want to also hands? Yes. You know, the one I left off the last minute, I really wanted to put on there, uh, but. Yeah, there was no room. It was uh, Madeline Kahn from uh, back in the day. Uh, she's a, a great actress, a great comedic actress, and I don't think I uh, was given much uh, much love beyond uh, what she got, but uh, she could have done so much more. She would have been recognized for more. Goldie Hawn, uh, probably. Yes, yeah, good call, Barbara. Uh, Kristen Ritter, to an extent, although it's a bit of a deeper role, kind of a character actress. Do you think Naomi Watts belongs on the list? I do. I think that's a great call, and I might have even had her on my list had I thought of it. Uh, yeah, she's she's really good when she's good, but she's been up for a couple of things, hasn't she? Probably. That's why I didn't put her on the list. Diane Kruger, um, weirdly uh, not acknowledged nearly enough. Emma Watson, who played Hermione uh, in the uh, Harry Potter movies, is very funny, and uh, as we saw in um, This is the End. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, thought of only for the Matrix movies, maybe Mento, but uh, has some range. Emily Blunt, Mini Driver, and Mira Sorvino to a lesser extent. Well, Mira Sorvino did win an author, so God, not, not on the list. Naomi Watts, she was up for Twenty One Grams and The Impossible. Ah, she still she could have she could have made my my my, my criteria, Brian. Ah, Naomi Watts should have had her on there. Son of a bitch. I scooped you. I scooped you. You did. Uh, Christina Ricci is on my also rants. I, I know that she's good and then she's bad and she's good. I think that has a lot to do with uh, whatever uh, director she's working with. Alyssa Milano, we never really got to see her sore, did we? I feel like mm -hmm. Alyssa Milano had a whole lot, but then she got, you know, kind of, she was, she got, she got really mixed up with the old, um, porn on the she wasn't doing porn she was very anti-porn and an advocate for other uh okay. women who were being um i don't know where you're going with that she was an advocate for and her mother was involved too because there was a whole lot of like fakes back then where like people were taking like you know x-rated pictures stills and putting Alyssa milano's face she was one of the first ones to be victimized by that and that was like the first deep fakes although they were pretty bad um yeah, she was yeah it was just like cut and paste. It was kind of like our listener art a lot of weeks where you just cut and paste people's heads. But uh, I don't know. I always felt like she got so mixed up in all that uh, 
that like, it kind of took away and it was distracting for, for I could be wrong, but uh, she no, seems I feel like, the same way about Pearl Jam. Like they spent so much time with the Ticketmaster thing. It's like, who knows how much good, you know, well, Metallica did so okay. much with Napster and they were able to yeah. pull through. So I always have to counter you. I'm sorry, Brian, but uh, yeah, so Melissa, uh, Heather Graham, I feel like she's kind of been relegated. It might be too late, but um, I don't know, you know, and then Gina Davis would have been on my list for sure, but she won for the Ac- Accidental Tourist. But Gina Davis is one of my all-time favorites, and I, and I do get the. Uh, I always had the feeling that she was she was not used as much as she could have been. She was kind of thought of as like a goofy, comedic, pretty uh, actress, and she was great. Yeah, like in the one, long, good the one. long, good good one. the long kiss goodbye. Oh, long kiss so good night. Long, long kiss, kiss good night. Long kiss good night. Yeah, forced to fly and. To, League of Their Own and Gina Davis, of course, uh, flying off with the, uh, the, 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 the. All right, all right. I'm, I almost said I almost gave the end of one. No, never mind, never mind. All right, I'm I'm losing it. I haven't eaten all day. Let's uh, uh let's get out here. Let's get, do the credits. Let's get some food in this boy. Yeah, let's go. How uh, how are we doing on time? We are doing good. There's uh, multiple head counts too uh, that are out there. Just to remind, just to let you know, head count from Josh Butler is the uh, the indie one from just a couple of years ago. That's on stars. All right. Oh, that's the one I had it, right? That's the one? Yes, that's the one. Just wanted to make sure that you know. Nice. This is a no, no All right, everyone. Pickings. Thanks for downloading. Hold on. Let me look at the rest Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Oh, why are you in the edge, Evans? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. My buddy Rand did that one. AI is making all sorts of uh, crazy, as many of you know. Like, it's pretty easy to make listener art these days with AI, so... It's almost cheating. You might want to let us know if you're using AI or if you made it yourself, because I know there's an art to it. But uh, you can. This, this is this is one I've looked at uh, in the day and said, "Wow, really good Photoshop." Yeah, there's no excuse not to come up with ideas for uh, listener art for the program anymore, guys. Uh, with the use of the old Chat GPT or whatever the fuck it's called, Old Man Calendar. There's many, many, many versions of uh, AI out there that you can make wonderful listener art, such as uh, our own Rand Corden. Good, good stuff, Rand. All right. Go, Brian, go. Thanks, uh, Rand, for that great art. Thanks, Man X, you are future artists of the week. Check that out, AndersonBrian.com. And that's where you go to tap that Amazon link, which you guys are honestly doing a great job of. And uh, we appreciate the support, so keep it up. The Amazon link sits atop AndersonBrian.com. And from there, you can find our Instagram, AndersonBrian, TikTok, AndersonBrian, Facebook, Twitter, and the Film Vault. YouTube, the Film Vault Podcast, Patreon. Are we going to have a, a Indiana Jones uh, discussion on Patreon? Uh, yes, yes, we are. You're going to tell me all about the end that made you almost cry, and I'm going to laugh at you. Very good. Check that out at patreon.com slash the Film Vault. Thanks uh, to all our Patreon listeners and supporters. Uh, by the way, speaking of which, rousing watch along this last month. If you want to catch up on that, it's at the ten dollar level. Watch us watch Varsity Blues. Yeah, and what's cool about that is it lives on YouTube. Uh, you get the link if you're at that level. It'll just be it should be like uh, on your Patreon feed. You just tap that link, and then you can watch the movie along with our YouTube feed. And you can also see all the comments that are made uh, oh. by the, uh, the the listeners oh, who watched oh. along with us. There's a lot of uh, really fun uh, commentary, as you imagine, from our uh, astute listeners who watched along with us. We'll do so each month. Right yeah, yeah. Following along with the uh, comments. Thanks, Gio, for your help. Mitch Burns, appreciate you. Mike Cole and Eric Cass, as always, appreciate you guys. And until next time. Oh, I saw a picture of uh, Skinny Ron Lester after the after the uh, show. 
That's not the version that came into Loveland. Ron Lester uh, lost a ton. Of, I didn't know how much weight he had lost, Brian. My God, he was a vision. He was, he was a, a handsome fellow. Handsome. The, uh, the weight came off. Very sad that he lost. Of, he died of all those uh, organ failure. I guess that he was heavy for so long that his body just is like, all right, I don't care if you're thin it's now. It's too. It's too late. It's too late. Also, loaded for BearDoc.com, continuing to produce that documentary at a. Uh, uh, it, some of the storylines that are coming out of there, my God, guys, I am uh, very excited to uh, at some point share this movie with you. And I'm going to be start start showing uh, little mini scenes and whatnot via socials pretty soon. But if you'd like to be a part of LoadedForBearDoc.com, uh, go over to oh, Loaded for Bear. Go over to LoadedForBearDoc.com, and you can there see the pitch deck and budget and uh, all that stuff soon videos and all that stuff it's my my most recent project that i'm working on every single day all right thanks everybody for listening and we do it for van gogh not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details what do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.